Are you ready? Red, red, ready. <laughs> What's life gonna throw at you today? Have you ever woken up in the morning and thought that? I wonder what life will throw at me today, excite me with today, give me today, let me experience today. And isn't it interesting that we could often, we often have a plan, I do, what I'm going to do today. Uh, but that plan often gets changed because of, might be the weather, it might be an unexpected person comes into your life, unexpected things happen all the time. So how do we become ready for all of those things? Uh, and there's a couple of great sporting ex expressions that I love. One, one is, it's great to have a plan until you get punched in the face. Uh, and then sometimes with fighting, with boxing in particular, that plan then goes out the window. Uh, is it possible that life could hit us in the face, punch us really hard some days? And are we ready for that? How do we get ready for that? Are we tough enough and strong enough to deal with that? And then the other sporting expression that I think is just really cool when it comes to being prepared is we don't practice till we get it right. We practice till we can't get it wrong. And the top athletes in the world share this across the board because it's something I've been studying all of my life. I study excellence. I study elite athletes, sports people, business people, musicians, uh, I'm really interested in what drives excellence. And it's been a study of mine all of my life. And that's one thing that they all have in common. They don't want to practice for an event, practice to win, practice for a one-of. Everybody that I've ever studied, looked at, the excellence in the world in every area, it's all about study, practice, train till you can't get it wrong. So the best professional speakers in the world, the best football players in the world, the best boxers in the world, the best, I, I live with an elite athlete. He doesn't practice. For example, in Taekwondo, and he's a, a fifth degree black belt in Taekwondo, uh, they have a, a beautiful thing called patterns. In karate, it's called a kata, where it's the moves of that martial art put into a beautiful flowing format. And I remember the first time that came and showed me the book of patterns for Taekwondo. And I said, how many of these do you have to learn? And he said, all of them. Now, some patterns have 20, 30, 40 moves, and some have 70 and 80 moves. And not only do they have to remember them, but the hand positions and the feet positions, everything has to go in exactly the right spot. Now, when K-Man practices for that, and he's a gold medal world champion winner in patterns across the board. He's won multiple, multiple world championships. He doesn't practice his patterns to get them right. He practices to the point where he can't get them wrong because on the day when you've got the judges in front of you, and I'll give you a couple of examples, it could be 40 degree heat and no air conditioning. Uh, in a big World Cup event or World Championship event, there might be 20 other events going on at exactly the same time. So the crowds are screaming, there's people punching and making noise. There's, a, there's just a, a big kafakas uh, of noise, as I call it, everywhere. And if you haven't got those patterns set in your headspace, you practiced until you can't get them wrong, all of those things could affect what you're doing on the day. Why am I sharing that with you? Because if, if excellence is something that you want in your life, do you want to be the best at something? And when I say the best, I always use that very carefully. Because the other thing that every elite athlete that I've ever spoken to, every top level business person, every musician, every, everybody that's excellent at something, they never say to me that they are the best or that they want to be the best. It's always about getting better because there's a limit with best. Would that be fair? As soon as I consider that I'm the best, then I can't get any better. 
And that's the whole thing about being ready for everything. If I think I'm the best, I'm not going to be well prepared because I already believe that I'm good enough. But if I know that this could happen, that could happen, this could pop up, this challenge might arise, and I'm prepared for it, I'm ready for it, is it more likely that I'll be able to handle it? So there is a strategy for that, of course, and that is to expect the unexpected, to plan for the worst, to accept the worst case scenario and plan for it. So the best athletes that I know, including my gorgeous husband, always plan for what if I get injured? What if uh, something happens to my opponent? What if uh, there's a, I, my, my flight gets cancelled? One of the things that K-Man always does, he, he carries his fight gear with him on the plane, travels internationally everywhere, but he, just in case his bags get lost, he always carries his gear with him so he can always fight because he's got his fight gear with him. Because he, he doesn't hope to, to have cancelled flights, he doesn't hope to lose his baggage, but he always plans for it. So it's a really great thing to consider uh, and if you want to put yourself into the excellence box, if you want to keep getting better at what you do, could those strategies be something to consider? Which is plan for the worst, accept that the, what is the absolute worst case scenario that could happen and plan for it. Now it may never happen, ever. But if it, if it does, you're not going to be surprised by it. You'll be ready for it. Now, there's some elite athletes who'll share that with you. They train, what if my goggles break? What if my shoelace breaks? What if uh, I've, I get injured during the game? They, they plan for that. They don't want it to happen, but they plan for the worst case scenario. So they're ready for it when it arrives. And that's one of the things I do at the start of my day because I've, because I've studied excellence. I apply that to every area of my life. I learn every day. And one of the things I do at the start of the day is I am thankful for every experience that will happen today. So I, whether it's a person or an experience, I'm thankful for it. Now, I used to say I'm thankful for all the nasty, terrible people that will come into my life and I'm thankful for all the horrible experiences that will happen. I don't say that anymore because I don't like to use negative words. So what I say now is I'm thankful for the fascinating people and experiences that will happen today. So that when they do happen, and they do, nasty people, horrible telephone calls, stressful situations, things that should have got done but didn't get done, things break, things get busted, things don't work, things don't um, work to plan, things happen. But when they do happen, because I've been thankful for them at the start of the day, because I've planned for the worst case scenario, when they've arrived, they haven't been a surprise. I just go, oh, here you are. Today, this is how this has appeared in my life. I've planned for you. I'm ready for you. And I always use the example, that's why we have insurance. We don't want to get our house broken into or burnt down. We don't want to have a car crash. We don't want to lose our, our baggage when we're traveling. But that's why we have insurance, so that if the worst case scenario happens, we have some kind of coverage for that. And what a great way to live your life, because it means that everything that happens, you are ready for it. <laughs> ready is, is a really nice position to live in. Uh, it's one of the things, I, there's some, some games of rugby league that I've watched in my life. And a team can be 20, 30, 40, 30, 40 points behind. But because I know that they've practiced and trained for that scenario, I know that it's possible that they could come back. And they often have. 
I've watched some great games of American football where the, the commentators have said, you know, this team can't come back, they've lost the game. But I know that the captain of that team and the coach of that team have trained together for this worst case scenario. If we're 40 points behind, what are we going to do and how are we going to handle that? And because they've practiced, planned and prepared for it, they've not, they haven't practiced till they could get it right. They've practiced till they can't get it wrong. And that's a different headspace. Uh, I deal every day with people who want to do just enough to get by, just enough to pass the test, just enough to get the qualification. Of course, that doesn't provide us with excellence. One of my least favorite words in the whole world is average. I hate the word average. Simply by definition, it means somewhere between the best and the worst. So if you live here, you can't be at this end. And what's beautiful about the worst end is that's often where we make changes. Most people have a great life because they've had something bad happen. So they want things to change, so they make the changes. But if you live in average, if you live in the middle, if you live in comfortable, it's very rare to make changes. And it's also, for me, I don't want to live my life there. I want... I have a genius, you have a genius. We have dreams and goals, you have dreams and goals. I want to achieve those goals. I want to live my life with passion and enthusiasm and excitement every day. I have no interest in just being excited about Christmas or excited about a holiday or excited about buying a new car or getting a new pair of shoes. I want to be happy and excited every day about everything that happens, including the bad stuff. Because I've planned for it, I actually get excited about it. And that's a different headspace, isn't it? A lot of people get angry and frustrated and annoyed when bad things happen or they don't go to plan. But I get excited about it because I've planned for it, because I'm ready for it. So, so just some things to consider from the elite athletes in the world, from the best business people in the world, from the best musicians in the world. Could it be a really good idea to accept the worst case, what is the worst case scenario, accept it and plan for it? Practice, plan and prepare, not to get it right, but to you can't get it wrong. There's just nothing that could change your headspace to, to make you get it wrong. Could it be a really good idea to be ready for every situation so that when it arrives, you are excited by it? And could that be an, a different attitude? I'll ask again, have you noticed that there are people that get annoyed and angry and frustrated about certain situations? What if you could get excited about it? What if you could love them? I always ask the question, how could I possibly get tougher, stronger, wiser, physically and mentally, if I don't put my body under pressure? If I have no challenges, how do I get tougher, stronger and wiser mentally? If, how do I become a solution finder if I have no problems to find solutions for? How do I get fitter and stronger if I don't overload my heart and lungs, overload my muscles and bones? The only way that the human body gets tougher and stronger and wiser physically and mentally is pressure. I love pressure. And that's the other thing I find fascinating because a lot of people share with me on a pretty much a daily basis. Oh, I feel so pressured. I'm struggling. I can't handle it. Well, if we can't handle it, is that because we're not tough enough, we're not strong enough? And how do we get tough enough and strong enough? And the elite athletes will all share exactly the same thing. You train till you can't get it wrong. You don't train to, to you know, hopefully get by, maybe win the championship. Everybody that's an elite of anything does it because they want to keep getting better. They want excellence, but they want to keep getting excellenter, if there's such a word. And I, I'm only sharing this with, with passion and enthusiasm and very personally because I'm very selfish about this. I would love more happy people in the world. 
I have to deal with some grumpy, negative people on a pretty regular basis. And I would, and when I, and I do that, and I accept that that's going to happen. And when they are popping into my life, I go, "Wow, here you are! I was expecting you because I'm, I'm planning and training and educating every day to deal with negative, nasty, horrible people." But I feel sad for them. I, I get the experience of growing and getting tougher and stronger and wiser because of them. But I would love for people to be happier, and I would love to invest some time with some really happy, positive people. And there, there doesn't seem to be that many people. And I'm going to ask this very personally. How many people do you know that are really fit and really strong physically and mentally? Nothing can phase them because they're so tough physically and mentally. And I always ask this question. There seems to be three kinds of people in the world. Life hits them and they fall over and stay down. Life hits them, they fall over and get back up again. Or life tries to hit them, does hit them, but it's bring it on. How many people do you know are physically and mentally tough and strong, healthy, fit and strong? And they have a career or business that they love. So they wake up every day doing what they love. And they're financially free. They don't have to worry about money, struggle for money, wonder where the next dollar's coming from. They are fully secure financially and free. And that's what I love about wealth. It gives you freedom. And how many people do you know that are in beautiful relationships? There's four questions there. How many people do you know that are healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business they love, they're financially free, and they have only beautiful people in their life? But most importantly, they love who they are. They have self-respect, self-discipline, they're self-motivated, self-inspired, and they love who they are. How many people do you meet like that? And wouldn't it be nice if we could invest time with more of those people? But I can't change what other people do. I can only be that person. And as I share very personally, at 13 years of age, I went looking for that person or people like that. I figured that at 13, I'd set the goal that by the time I'm 50, I'll have all of those things sorted. But I wanted to find some 50-year-olds that were in that position. And I couldn't find any. Now, I'm sure there were, but I just couldn't find any. So I'm asking you very personally, if a 13-year-old person looks into your life, uh, and they don't know if it's possible to be healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business that you love, be financially free and have great relationships, particularly the relationship that you have with yourself, would a 13-year-old person look into your life and go, hey, it is possible because he's living it, she's living it, and that's been my driving force my whole life. That's why I study excellence and that's why I'm here every day because I really would love everybody to be able to sing every single day I feel good, no, 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 no. I knew that I would now, no, 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 because I'm healthy, fit, and strong, I have a career that I love, I'm financially free, and I have great people in my life, now I love me.